Welcome to the SN Off the Shelf Podcast. I'm Russell Redmond, Senior Editor at Supermarket News. Perhaps just as rewarding as launching a successful business is relaunching one that was prized by its customers. That's the case with Earth Fair. In February 2020, the natural and organic grocer announced that it was going out of business and planned to sell off its assets, which included 50 stores in 10 states. The company, at the time majority owned by Oak Hill Capital Partners and an affiliate, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Over the ensuing months, buyers of Earth Fair stores included Southeastern Grocers' Winn-Dixie Banner, Whole Foods Market, and Aldi. Also purchasing stores was an investor group encompassing one of Earth Fair's founders and several of the chain's former executives, including former CEO Mike Ciancerula. They began reopening stores under the Earth Fair banner last summer and have since revitalized the brand, now with over 20 locations across eight states. With us today to tell the story of Earth Fair's comeback and subsequent expansion is its current president, Mike Ciancerulo, who served as the Asheville, North Carolina-based retailer's chief executive from 1998 to 2007. Thanks for joining us today, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Russell. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Well, uh, as I said in my uh, intro there, uh, Earth Fair announced that it was going out of business in early February 2020, and then just months later, the, the, the store banner was relaunched. How, how did the re- rebirth of Earth Fair come about, and how did you get involved in the, the chain again? It was interesting. I have to give a lot of credit to the one of the co-founders, Randy Talley, who, who uh, was so passionate about trying to save the brand, save the, save the name, and... Uh, and even though they closed, you know, fifty something stores, there were a lot of good stores left. Uh, and he first approached me as a, a, a possible executive or consultant or investor, and I, I decided to invest in the company. It looked good. At, initially, we were just thinking about maybe three or four, or five stores, mm-hmm. but and but uh, it, we had to get the first original store in Asheville, North Carolina, right. which we were able to do. And uh, so I started off as a consultant, and. Uh, and and the, the thing is, we, we knew out of the fifty five stores, there were a lot of good stores. Uh, the five stores led to, to eight stores, to twelve stores, <laughs> to twenty. And and uh, when I look back now, I just can't believe what we were able to accomplish. And in less than uh, twelve months, we opened uh, uh, twenty stores. So it's uh, quite an accomplishment during during COVID too. On top of it, so. Yeah, that's pretty remarkable how it was able to uh, kind of get restarted in that time frame. Um, what's Earth Fair's current market area, and how many stores do you have overall? Yeah, we, we have uh, 21 stores operating right now. Our 22nd store is opening in Davidson, North Carolina, next Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and then we have three more stores, uh, existing uh, Earth Fair stores uh, in Florida, in the villages, uh, Oldsmar and St. John's, uh, Florida. And then we go to uh, Cleveland with our second store in Ohio. And then a, a brand new ground up store in Christiansburg, Virginia will mm-hmm. be our 20, uh, 27th store. And, that, and that'll, that'll take us through the, uh, probably the fall of uh, wow. this year. And that, that's the, the uh, and that then will grow, you know, as we see. Uh, opportunities and, and backfill areas and towns that we think we can and 
and uh, a lot of focus on on Florida, where, where I spent a lot of my time, and uh, so that's kind of the plan going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, does Earth Fair operate under a traditional grocery chain business model, or are the stores independently owned and operated under a licensed store banner? Yeah, a traditional grocery chain model is how we operate. Yeah, yes, that's correct, Russell. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, co- uh, corporate owned and operated. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now uh, let's look look a little bit more at the stores themselves. Uh, in terms of the the store features and offerings, what's new from the previous iteration of Earth Fair, and, and what's been uh, retained or recreated? Yeah, really, we didn't. Uh, I mean, really, the the old company, the old Earth Fair, uh, did a lot of things right. Uh, we retained basically all the things uh, that that were existing in the stores were, were done correctly. So uh, just trying to instill more customer service and and staffing and quality team members at store level was major our major focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are some of the key features inside the store, I guess, in terms of services? I know fresh food is a yeah. big focus. Yeah, fresh food. And again, opening during COVID, we, you know, we have big salad bars, we have sit-down restaurant areas, we have juice bars, all those things that uh, it actually made it a little bit easier opening all these stores because you didn't have to staff for all those, right. but also <laughs> those sales were uh, missing too in, the, uh, in those early days. So now those are all, we're just about uh, 80% back in, in business in all those those uh, departments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, uh, you have uh, other items in terms of food service? Yeah, food, I mean, food service, we, we moved a lot of it during COVID to more grab-and-go food service, mm-hmm. you know. And now we're back into the and the full service with chefs and you know, entrees and pizza programs, pizza shops, and you know, rotisserie chicken and all those types of things that, that uh, we're seeing a real uptick in right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Earth Fair have a store brand? Program? Yeah, I mean the the previous Earth Fair had a, a tremendous store brand, probably probably way too much. You know how some companies will over <laughs> over brand some of their products, and and that's been a real challenge for us to get going. And that's something we really desperately need. We actually have our first private label product coming in in the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, and uh, and a lot of those problems have, have been. Uh, you know, we buy out of three different warehouses because of the number of stores in the mm-hmm. you know, in eight states. But also, those manufacturers of those products were, you know, overwhelmed with, with uh, production, you know, uh, right. challenges during the COVID thing. So we're we're hopeful, hopefully, to have 100, 150 products in in the next two to three months of our brand, which was very well received in the previous company. Mm-hmm. Uh, what product categories are you going to start off with with the store brand? Uh, you know, you know, water products, coconut water, uh, you know, apple juices, honey, top types like that. Chips, snacks are all very, very good items. Uh, you know, beans. Some of, those are some of the big categories we're going after at first step. And, and frozen food products, too, frozen vegetables, and frozen fruit, those types of things. Did you uh, reconnect with the previous suppliers to the the store brand, or did you have to find new ones, or both? Yeah, with some of the old brands, but you know, of course, when, when you uh, take over a company that files bankruptcy, it's, you, you had your obstacles to, right. to step over. So it's we had a few of those, but we're, we're seeing more openness to what we're trying to do, and they believe in a, what we're going with this uh, with our fair. Mm-hmm. 
What online grocery services does Earth Fair offer? Yeah, we have uh, yeah, Instacart, uh, a curbside. Uh, we're looking at, uh, you know, uh, uh, Uber Eats and uh, mm-hmm. DoorDash and those type of food service. But uh, Instacart and curbside we have, and it's doing the, um, very well for us. Mm-hmm. I guess like everyone else, you saw a big upsurge in that during the pandemic. Yeah, it was it was good, but our, our focus really more on 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 the stores. Now more on the way we run stores than in Instacart. It's it's there. We have it. Right. We work at it, but we're not gonna we're gonna try to build a big retail box we can we can have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how have customers responded to uh, the relaunch of Earth Fair so far? Uh, are, are a lot of the shoppers previous Earth Fair customers from before the the bankruptcy? Yeah, we we have you know three hundred thousand plus email list of, of customers that have communicated with us that that know us, uh, and the, probably the biggest thing is the employees that have returned to us. We couldn't have done it without you know and ninety five percent of our store managers are prior Earth Fair managers, you know, and just just for our mission and what we stand for, you, you need to have that you know at, at, at leadership levels too, mm-hmm. and I. I, I, I still believe that the store managers are are most important people in the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, uh, reported on a, a similar relaunch um, a couple of years ago or so of Pathmark. They reopened the store in Brooklyn under an independent operator, and just the uh, I couldn't get over how happy the customers were to see it come back, and also a lot of the former employees who worked for it again. It was really uh, a warm welcome. And we've, we've had that same response from customers, and and uh, and we're, we're still hearing customers that didn't, didn't realize we're open yet, but we're, we're working every social media you know angle we can to be sure we, they understand that. So, mm-hmm. but the uh, but we saw so much of that in the existing stores that had been around a lot longer. You know, the Asheville's and Columbia, South Carolina, and Charleston. Those stores were right back to where they were uh, in in a short time, you know, mm-hmm. volume wise. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you had talked a little bit already about uh, Earth Fair's uh, expansion. Um, in going about that, are you concentrating on any particular region for growth, or is there a certain type of target market or target customer that you have? Yeah, of course. We you know we look for you know on our target customer upscale, you know, uh, high education, you know, income levels, those types of things. Uh, we're we're thinking it's uh, we're looking at backfilling some of our stronger markets, you know, Columbia, Charleston, those areas, and and, uh, and our, our major expansion going forward is going to be in Florida, so we, we, we think Florida has a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And um, for, for in terms of the sites, are you building new stores, or are you taking over uh, empty spaces? Or Yeah, I think we've taken over, uh, out of the 27 stores, uh, 25 will be former Earth Fair stores. So they're all 25,000 square feet. We, we, we like their layout, the model. They work well for us. And the one we're opening next week is like 17,000 square foot from an independent uh, mm-hmm. operator. And then Christiansburg is a brand new ground up store. But So I think we've uh, we've run through all the stores that we want from the Earth Fair uh, cycle. And, there's, and there could be a, and so we'll go slow on our expansion. We'll be sure they're really right. They're really fit and right in the future. So they could be in any any of those markets we're in now. They could be in those areas. Mm-hmm. So you, the the stores are around uh, twenty thousand square feet, tw- up to twenty five, or 
25 would be our average model. Yeah. Uh, average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it about that size that is it works well with uh, Earth Fair's concept? It it's just it's it's plenty uh, plenty good. We we um we downsize the back rooms. I don't like a lot of space. You know, it used to be the ratio of back rooms were thirty percent back room seventy sales, and I like to get it down to twenty or even below in some cases. Yeah, and uh, but I think that size is comfortable. It, it, it we can pull off that feeling in our stores you know it's it's uh it's just a comfortable store to shop in we think we, we feel we think that's an adequate size mm-hmm. yeah rather than having to walk around a, a giant store and <laughs> right right yeah especially with uh, what's happening with instacart and you know e-commerce things i think that's a, a good model for us to, to yeah. go into the future definitely um well, uh, the Chapter 11 follow for Earth Fair came around the same time as two other uh, similar, I guess, specialty grocery chains, uh, Lucky's Market and, and Fairway Market. Uh, and at the time, uh, industry analysts had said that times were difficult for independent operators of premium, natural, organic, and fresh market retail stores. Uh, what's your outlook for Earth Fair and retailers in a similar vein? This type yeah, of concept. I mean- our, our outlook and our emphasis is going to be, I mean, I, I think the mask, you know, wearing the mask have really, you know, cost us on customer service and just that, you know, that friendliness in stores and our emphasis is going to be on customer service. And, and, and uh, I think an independent has a lot of, you know, opportunities on, on uh, community involvement. Uh, uh, I'm still seeing unbelievable success with local products and, mm-hmm. Yeah, some examples of those things. I just can't believe the how a local person, local product can excel in a category, and uh, so we're really into that. Uh, and mm-hmm. making the per- the perishable department is is our I think our biggest opportunity to, to kind of combat the big guys on e-commerce types of right. things. And I I think you know people still want to look through your produce. They want to handle your produce. They want to pick out something. They want to pick out a steak and. And I think that's the opportunity. And trying to make our stores or an independent stuff, making those stores where you want to go to that store and shop at five thirty, and you know, after working all day, and you don't dread going to the store. You know, with so that would be back to you know community involvement and demos and excitement and knowledge and and new items is another big area to emphasize because I think through the COVID thing, a lot of companies have even reduced a lot of their products. Mm-hmm. From a manufacturing standpoint, so yes. I think so. I think there's, you know, I find a, I find that a local independent can knows more about what the customer needs than than a, a big chain. Sometimes, yeah, that's why I spend most of my time at walking stores and talking to people in stores and managers. And I, I think it keeps me closer to what's really happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, for my for my last question, I guess we'll kind of tie into the previous one. Uh, well, the the pandemic kind of sharpened consumers' focus on their health, and it also underscored the need for an omni-channel retail presence with the the, the e-commerce services. Um, but now, with uh, consumers looking to go back to shopping in stores, how important it is it to have an, uh, an engaging in-store experience? plus a strong mix of better-for-you products, which I know uh, health and wellness is a big focus for Earth Fair. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really, you know, our, our, we stand by our, our food philosophy food philosophy, and, and our food list, that, uh, you know, ingredients that we do not allow in our stores. And 
it's it's an amazing product and, and we give that customer the confidence that they don't have to read labels and and, uh, and check every item out and if a customer finds one of these ingredients in any one of our you know 20,000 plus products so you know we reward them with a, a gift certificate you know and, and remove the product immediately and I think since we've reopened I think one customer found one item that had an ingredient that uh, was supposed to be banned but was changed by one of our manufacturers so we push on that uh, more than anything and again our emphasis is going to be on friendly stores clean stores you know the best looking perishables you can find and uh and we think uh that's it'll drive our business and we'll have instacart and uber eats and all those kind of things working for us in the back but that's not going to be our our focus yes so it's the shopping experience is the, the real right, big right. play for earth right. mm -hmm. i think that would apply with all independents that are out there you know i mean even before the pandemic started you know what were comp sales running you know one percent or so right eventually. yeah so they were getting down to a challenging area you know with one percent comps it's hard to yeah you got to really watch what's going on so it's 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 uh, changed the whole marketplace and and uh Anyway, so I, I just think that's that's where we can survive, and we can be the place that if you think anything with the health, you come to Earth Fair. Yeah, anything question about health, you go to Earth Fair. So, and we have people out in the community going to hospitals and talking to you know people like that, and, and letting the, them know what we, we carry, what we stand for, what we have. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's all the questions I have for today. Uh, Mike, thanks again for uh, taking part in our podcast. Thank you, Russell. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.